0: Hey guys, welcome to Library Overload. This is Tavia. This is Susie. Don't forget to go check out our blog where we post all the books that we talk about, and that is just libraryoverload.home.blog. And then also check us out on Instagram, we're, we're quite a bit more active, and we are just Library Overload there.
1: All right, guys, today is Susie's version of Mermaid May. (laughs) (laughs) It's Alien July. (laughs) And I'm so happy. When Tavia brought it up, uh, she was like, would you be at all interested in reading about aliens? (laughs) And I was like, obviously, yes. She's like, like, oh my gosh, yes, yes like that's a thing that i always want to do. <laughs> um, I
0: didn't realize that you read that many alien books. I, I don't guess. but i want to. Oh, i see. Like okay.
1: i own a few, some of which i've read some of which i haven't, but mm-hmm. it's just like i love aliens, mm-hmm. kind of like my love of the Loch Ness monster, uh-huh. like i so mm-hmm. want it to be real mm-hmm. that it's just like It's a love of mine. It's like a passion of mine. If you will. Aliens.
0: Um, Do you think that aliens would be benevolent overlords? Or scary evil killers?
1: um, I think it would be more like. Owners of a pound. It'd be like. We're going to put them out of their misery. And just like zap the whole planet. (laughs) Maybe start over. Mm -hmm. Because I think. I think humanity would be the evil overlords. (laughs) All right. But I just, I so want them to be real. And so I I will, I'll read them all. Like, I'll read all the alien things.
0: I do like some alien things. I kind of have to be in the mood for it.
1: Yeah. I had
0: several on my shelf. So I got to check two off of my own list. Killer. It's very exciting. Yeah,
1: I forgot that I had one. And then I was just like, "What a dumbass am I?" Like I can't so even much. Believe. I mean, yes, like just infinite amounts of dumbassery. Yeah. But yeah, so I I'm working on. I didn't finish it, but I am working on it. So I'll be checking that one off, which is exciting. Nice. But first of all, how was your weekend? How are you?
0: My weekend was fantastic. I got to go home and visit with family, and Love it, was, it. was very nice. My sister had a gender reveal. It was adorable. It was a 4th of July themed gender reveal with fireworks.
1: Well, you can't get more America than that. No, you can't. <laughs> they had pink it.
0: fireworks and blue fireworks. And
1: oh. Yeah.
0: That's Very precious. Exciting. It was. It was really cute. They did a good job. Well, that's good. I'm excited to be an ant again.
1: All I did this weekend was drink and watch Hamilton. Just... Yeah, copious amounts of both alcohol and <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Just over and over. It was That's magnificent. I, feel I have like... not
0: watched Hamilton yet, nor have I seen the play in any capacity, but I'm very excited to get the chance to watch it. I hope it was... to do that this week.
1: It was magnificent. I have... I'm a huge, huge music person, and I... uh Obviously, I've heard the buzz all about Hamilton. I've desperately wanted to see it. And I was actually going to go to Nashville and see it live this year. And, of course, you know, COVID was like, sorry. Yeah, Um, about your plans. Yeah, so sorry. And so I have, for years now, I have avoided the soundtrack. Like, I've heard, like, snippets of Mm -hmm. it. But if a song came on, I was like, nope. Like, I wanted to see it and hear it for the very first time. I have never
0: time. once come across any snippets of the soundtrack, so we are not listening to the same things.
1: Well, I, I have, like, a Broadway station that I, I listen so. to because I am that much of a crazy person. So, yeah, anytime a Hamilton song would be on, I'd be like, no, no. <laughs> um, so, I literally, I watched it and heard it for the very first time on Friday morning. Like, I woke up, took a shower, and I was in my jammies. Watching Hamilton Friday morning. <laughs> That's fun, and it was. I, there are no words. It's it's just one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. It was magnificent. I'm so happy, nice. and and then I I watched it two more times over the weekend. So it was just it was great. It was a good weekend. The founding fathers would be proud. Um, <laughs> they would yes. probably die to know that they had been
0: made into a musical. Uh, much but, less a know.
1: rap musical.
0: <laughs> yeah, George Washington. Although he was a very good dancer, he's very Washington
1: was. Yeah, he That's was very hilarious. famous for how good of a dancer he was. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll be pleased to hear that watching this, I am. Y'all know I'm not a history person. It's not my jam. It's not my thing. It's fine. But watching Hamilton makes me want to read the 900-page book about Alexander Hamilton. It's
0: by Ron like, Chernow, who is wrote the book that I am reading about Washington that I will probably never get finished with.
1: <laughs> well, it makes me want to read it like to the point now where I'm about to go out of town, and I've been trying to get my hands on it uh, wow. to take with me, and I can't find it. Oh, wow. Um, And so I am not the only person (laughs) that is looking (laughs) for it. No, it's very popular. Yeah. um, But I actually came across this beautiful article um, that someone uh, interviewed uh, him, the author, uh, when Hamilton came out. And he was like, what are are your thoughts on this? Like, what are your feelings? And and they were like, what was the, uh, how did you feel the first time you saw it? And he was just like, I wept like it's Aww. just beautiful like I mean seeing... can you imagine
0: the amount of research that goes into his eight nine hundred oh, yeah. page books
1: I mean oh yeah it's
0: extensive
1: yeah and he was like I never never could have thought that something like this could come out of a biography about mm-hmm. a, you know a founding father and he was just like it's it's beautiful and he was like because of this I am watching all of the musicals that I can get my hands on because I just didn't understand the importance that musicals have. Mm, And I was awesome. Yes. Yes.
0: Do you think they'll make
1: a George Washington musical? I don't know. George Washington is in the musical Hamilton and the guy that plays him, he is just, he is the, um, the most talented male in that play. Oh, that's awesome! Like his his vocals are outstanding. He's my he's my favorite vocalist male in that play. That's awesome. Yeah, he's wonderful. I love him. I think you'll love him too. But enough about our weekends. And, yes. And founding fathers. Let us let us get to aliens. Yes. Let
0: us move on to outer space.
1: <laughs> Okay, the first book
0: that I'm going to talk about is I Hope You Get This Message by Farah Naz Rishi, and it was one that I got in an Owlcrate box, so I had never even heard of it or anything until I got it in my box, and it was very exciting, and she is a Pakistani American Muslim writer.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, and so there was definitely um, some culture in this one. There was gay romance a little bit, which I liked. Love. Yes. The premise is there is a message that starts getting broadcast from a planet called Alma saying, Earth, we are having a trial to decide if we should annihilate you.
1: We <gasps> want to let I you know.
0: Say. I know. What I wanted I say that you? <laughs> 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 they said we'll let you know in eight days. <laughs> And then all hell breaks loose, right? I mean, obviously. Oh my god, I want to read it just on that. Just (laughs) on that. I want to read that so so bad. So apparently, in kind of going back, Planet Epoch is what they call it. And it was an experiment that they put humanity, or they put humans on Earth to see if the planet could be a sustainable life force, or a planet for them. And they're like, humans have just done a terrible job with this planet. (laughs) They're not doing so wrong. Right. So they're like, maybe we should terminate the project. (laughs) So that's kind of where this comes from.
1: (laughs) I need to know the thought process behind. Well, we'll let them know that we're considering. Yeah. like. Well, technically, they were hovering <laughs> over the
0: Earth, and they were having their meeting, and Earth somehow picked up on their broadcast. Oh. So, they didn't know. So, when they found out that, like, we knew, they're like, okay, okay. yeah, we'll tell you in eight days. We'll, <laughs> we'll let you know when our trial is over. So, Good luck. <laughs> yeah. So, then, we follow three kids... I say kids, they're young. Youngsters. (laughs) Youths. (laughs) Youths. It is a YA. But we follow Jesse, who lives in Roswell, New Mexico, and has had a really hard time. He Is it because he lives in Roswell? That is one of the factors, because it's a dying town. And, you know, he's stuck there, and then his dad had died and left them with a bunch of debts. And his mom has to work a lot, and so he, you know, kind of feels... Like, he has to help provide for his mom, but the town's dying, so it's hard. Uh And then we also follow Kate, and she has decided to use the last eight days to find her father. So, Uh her mother tells her, I never told your dad I was pregnant. I just left. So, here's this letter. Go find your father. And her mom's kind of sick, so that's a whole other Mm -hmm. thing. And then we also follow Adim. Who is trying to find his sister in his last eight days? And his sister came out to the family and didn't really care for their reaction. It was a Muslim family. So they were like, kind of, mm. their initial reaction, I think that they would have come around. But so she was like, no, I'm better off just running away. So she ran away. And now Adim is trying to find her.
1: And okay. they all
0: end up in Roswell.
1: And so they all. Because all that's those, the alien place. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. No, like it Roswell is a I mean Roswell is have... the alien place. I just don't yeah. know if that's
0: why they convened there. Obviously but that's where everybody y- ended up.
1: Obviously it's why Tavia. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. You know they even have like alien conventions there. Yes. I heard about it in the book. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I saw yeah. it on Destination Truth, I think. And I wanna go to one. <laughs>
0: that's funny but it is cute it is hopeful it's you know does humanity deserve to be saved because every every few chapters you'll get a snippet of the uh all man's trial it'll go back up and they're okay having their, t- their thoughts back and forth about whether humanity deserves to be saved or okay you know, all of that or should they just blow up the or just kill all of the humans and take the planet for themselves and and start over. Um, I gave it four stars because I really did love it. But I will tell you that ending, I went literally audibly out loud, oh my God, is that it? Are you kidding me?
1: Oh no! was so mad. So mad! Well, that's not a good way to end. Yeah. Oh no.
0: Yeah, so... I don't want to give too much of it away, but I right. was really, really unhappy with the way it ended.
1: Oh, that really sucks. Unhappy.
0: Maybe she's gonna have a sequel. I just haven't done a lot of research on it because I finished this book maybe thirty minutes ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, I was trying to hustle up and get done.
1: <laughs> it doesn't have. It doesn't seem to be a series. Like it doesn't have. I'm afraid of that. Like yeah, I don't see anything on Goodreads about a a sequel. You know how it'll have the little parentheses mm-hmm. thing. Yep. It doesn't. I was that afraid. Sucks. Me. Yeah, cause I was thinking I had more, and then
0: it just ended, and I was like, no, I hate that. I hate me? that so much. <laughs> so
1: much. That sucks. I'm
0: so mad. I I was Ugh. literally yelling because I was actually driving back home. And I was listening to it on audio, so I was in my car yelling. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That could not be in it. My gosh. Yeah, I was. I was not I'm very sorry. But everything else in it was fantastic. I mean, the premise, mm. the journey that these kids go on, the hopeful message that it gives you. It's got culture, Muslim. It's got stereotyping of, you know people of different colors it's got gay romance it's got coming terms with you know your kid as a homosexual person Mm -hmm. it's just got so much going on in it and then aliens too i mean why not throw
1: aliens yeah yeah. aliens who are like "Mm, i don't know about that planet (laughs) (laughs) um it sounds really cool though like i almost want to borrow it anyways like, just to see if I would react the same way or not?
0: Oh, I, I know without a shadow of a doubt that you would. I'll tell yeah. you about it later.
1: Okay. we <laughs> stop recording. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to know. Because that's... Yeah. But you can that's... still borrow it. It's still a really good book. Okay. It's just... Okay. I, I, I'm still irritated at the ending of it. Okay. Well, my first book was also a little nuts on how it ended. So I read I have spoken about this before, mentioning that I wanted to read it and I finally got around to it. And this is Sleeping Giants by Sylvain Nouvelle. I believe that's how you say her last name. This is about it follows several people. Well, first of all, the structure of this book is different. Okay. It is not written like a novel. Um each chapter is another interview done with oh, a different person, so it kind of it is. I was not expecting it. Uh, it's so it's kind of for those of you that have read World War Z, it's like that. So it's different people's perspective, but you keep going forward. It's not like you hear this person's perspective. And this person's and this person's of the same incident. It's like you hear one person's perspective of this incident and then you go forward. And so then you hear this person's perspective on something that happened later on. So you never get the entire story.
0: Um,
1: so that was it's interesting, it's not bad, it's just different. Mm -hmm. Um so the the um there's only one interviewer, and it's an unnamed Person, you don't know what country affiliation they have, you don't know their gender, you don't know anything about them. And each person that he uh, that they interview, they try to ask the interviewer questions and they're like, No, no, I am not here to answer your questions. So it's a little bit crazy. That being said, Sleeping Giants is about different body parts of a giant mechanical warfare entity is found all over the world someone uh, a child was running through the forest one day fell into a hole and landed in a giant hand and so that was that was the first knowledge that oh there's there's something out there interesting And so they realized that this is uh, this was designed by otherworldly beings. This is not something that could have been done by humans. Mm-hmm. It's too old. It's buried so far in some places, so far down below that it's been here for at least 6,000 years. Like, So it's just, they know that this is alien made and they understand kind of, <clears throat> as it goes along, you start to understand kind of the lore behind how it was made and why and so that is cool. So you follow the people that are in charge of the project of finding all of the pieces. So there's kind of three main characters, if you want to call them that. And it's, it's just, it's kind of bizarre. Like, it's, it's really strange how things go. And of course, they start building it in the U.S., And something catastrophic happens when the robot finally turns on and something really bad happens and people of different origins are killed because of it. And so of course all of these other countries are super pissed at the US. Like how can you have yeah, like how can you have something this destructive? Like blah blah blah. And so it's just it's kind of a little bit political, but it's it ki- it really kind of goes into the psyche of people that are dealing with something that could mm-hmm. cause such destruction like how do you mm-hmm. deal with this and it's nuts and mine kind of like yours it kind of just ends but it's the first of a trilogy so like mm-hmm. i was like well that that's fine yeah but the epilog yeah i so it kind of just ends and then it's got an epilog and i literally out loud i was like oh shit <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, but not in a bad way. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't see this coming. Like, it was just. And so it was really interesting. The way it's written is really weird. But it fits in, the, in an alien book. Mm-hmm. Um, but cool. I don't know, like, if we're actually going to see aliens or if this is just something that was made by them. Like, uh-huh. I don't know what's going to happen. But I'm. I was a little bit mad at the book because the whole time I was like, there's no one that I, like, really like. There's no one character Mm -hmm. that I'm like, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. Everyone is flawed. Everyone is, is, what's, what's the word? Uh, Problematic. Everyone Mm -hmm. is problematic in their own ways. Interesting. So there's no one person that you're super rooting for. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't know if I'm going to continue with the series like I just I just don't know and then that damn epilogue and I was like well now I have to continue (laughs) this is dumb like I was real mad at it It was like well you know I was gonna quit but now just these just these four pages now I have to keep reading like that's dumb so I will let you guys know because I will continue it I'm not in any hurry to continue Mm -hmm. it But it was it was just weird enough and it's gotten hanging and so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to keep reading. But I'm mad about it. Yeah just FYI You're gonna anger read it. Yes, exactly. Okay. That's it. Not Mm least.
0: I would I would like to read another book in this series, but there isn't one, so I know that (laughs) sucks. Yeah. Okay. Well, the next book I read that I'm gonna talk about is called The Fifth Wave and that is by Rick Yancey. And these are not I've been nice wanting aliens.
1: To read this. I've been wanting to read it.
0: Yeah. These are not nice aliens. They did not deliver us a message of warning eight days in advance. <laughs> like you don't know that they're coming. Yeah. So <laughs> How essentially rude. the first wave just happens and they kill like in the first three waves they kill like seven billion people or something like that. Like one third of the population is all that's left. And they use different tactics. Like the first there wave. Are they... not
1: 21 billion people on the planet? Well, then I have my numbers wrong. Okay. I was like, they're not 21 billion. <laughs> that's so many people. <laughs> <laughs> well, they kill almost everybody.
0: They kill. Two-thirds of the population in the first three waves, okay? Okay, Okay. They drop something in the ocean that creates a tsunami. It cuts off all of the, like, coast areas. So, everybody's, like, pushed inward. And then they send a plague that kills off a
1: bunch of people. Aliens send a plague? Mm Mm-hmm. Is 2020 the fifth wave? (laughs) I don't know. I
0: have questions. (laughs) They, um... The one character that we were following, one of them is Cassie, and she called it the Pestilence. And then her brother is five, and he's he called it the Pesky Ants. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was precious. But now the fourth wave has come about, and they have figured out that sometime in the past, aliens infested humans. So you don't know what they look like anymore. You don't know... Who is an alien and who is a human. So how can you trust anyone. When anyone could be an alien. Okay. That's scary. We are on the dawn of the fifth wave. And we pick up with Cassie. And she's in the woods. Running from them or the others. Mm -hmm. Trying to stay alive and safe. And trying to be reunited with her baby brother. Who had been separated from her. Because they came and they collected all the kids. And they wouldn't let the older ones go. So she was 16 and they said she was too old to go. And so they took everyone that was younger. Like 10 and under. And they've actually created an army with them. So the kids Mm. are fighting. Oh no. I will be honest. I didn't get finished with it. Because it was overly ambitious of me to read (laughs) two 450 page books. But I am assuming that the kids are going to figure out. That the people running the government are the alien people that have been infiltrated. Okay. And they're going to overthrow them. But I don't know that. That's just a guess.
1: Okay. I don't know how they're going to
0: overthrow them.
1: But Probably somewhat like Katniss. Yeah. But I'm 75,
0: no, I'm 85% into it. Okay. So I don't know how it's going to wrap up in that span of
1: time. But it is well, really it's good. It's also a series, though. This is true.
0: It is a series.
1: I can't remember how many books are in it. But I I do know that it's a series. Yeah. Um, the Infinite movie, Sea
0: too. is the next one.
1: Okay, yeah. I think I own Fifth Wave and Infinite Sea. But I think there's a third one, maybe? I th- I think there is. Okay. I'm sorry. I should
0: have done more research on this. My goodness. I'm the enough. worst. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I know there was a movie that yeah. looked really cool. Yeah, but I it's hadn't got read it had Chloe
0: Grace Moretz in it. And Daniel she gave me a download of how it ended so that I would know. Because I asked him, I said, I need to know Why? before I go in here and talk about this book. I need to know. Aww. So he told Why me. Why would you want to know the ending of a book? Because I wasn't going to get finished with it before I came in here to chat. My goodness. Oh, I felt like I needed some resolution. <laughs> I'm gonna finish the book. I just didn't get to it yet. Fine, fine. But it was good. It's definitely not benevolent overlord aliens. They okay. want to systematically wipe out the humans so that they can kind of take over the planet. And then they get the, ki- the humans to like turn on themselves because you never right. know
1: who is who. Right. So yeah, that's we- scary.
0: If the humans kill each other, you don't have to do any of the dirty right. work, so, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's scary.
0: Yeah, because you literally, there's no way to tell who is infested or not. The the prologue tells you kind of a little bit about how they did it, so you know the whole time you're reading that there are people that were infested. Okay. Huh. Um. And so, it's just, it's just very interesting how it all comes about.
1: Interesting. Okay. Okay. My next one is a super mega satire, funny weird book. So this is called "Will Save Galaxy for Food," and I literally picked this up because of the author's name. Yeah, and that is Yahtzee Croshaw. Nice. My favorite game is Yahtzee. <laughs> I'll, I'll play it all day. And when I saw this author, I was like, Well, I'll be reading all of your books. That's like, funny. Um we have a joint
0: friend, Mandy, who knows someone named Yachty, and her kids call him Yahtzee all the time. That's precious.
1: Yeah. Um, so this is like if Mel Brooks wrote I'm sold. Yeah. Um, I think you would think it's funny, but it's it's kinda sort of like Firefly meets Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. Um, But with more, like, it's got the wittiness and sarcasm of Firefly. um, And then, like, the space kind of pirate kind of thing going on in Hitchhiker's Guide. So, we follow our protagonist. He is, so, okay, so he used to Give people airfare from one planet to the other, okay. but then, like I can't remember the word for it, but it was like hyperdrive was invented, and so his mm-hmm. job just became moot. I know. So it's now a cow's he, opinion. Like moo. Um, so he kind of has a deal now with some space pirates to where he'll pick someone up from the airport and offer to give them a tour of the planet and he'll go and he's made a deal with pirates for them to kind of chase them. And because of the pirates chasing them, he has to, he has to open up the gangplank um, to give the thrusters more power or whatever. And they all of their luggage is shot out. And he's like, but you know what guys, I got you out of there alive. So please just contact your insurance companies and <laughs> You'll be fine. And so mm-hmm. then they rake in all, whatever they can sell from yeah. the luggage. And now that there's like, so they've just been through a, a galaxy war. And so all of these pilots have stories and all of that. Well, there's one pilot that everybody hates, and his name is Jacques McCown. And he steals all these pirates' stories or all these pilots' stories, and sells them as autobiographical books. Oh, wow. Like, and like so Gilderoy Lockhart. For, yes! Just like Gilderoy. So he, he makes, he's made his living doing this, but no one knows who he is. No one's okay. seen him. No one knows how he gets their stories, but they hate him. Well, one day... Our, our protagonist meets a woman and she's like, Hey, so I kind of messed up a little bit. My boss is one of the biggest bad guys in the galaxy and his son wanted to meet Jacques McCown and I thought I found him and I gave him a whole crap load of money for him to come and meet my boss's son and give him a tour, blah, blah, blah. And he's not here. So I'm pretty sure I got scammed. So I need you to pretend to be him. So that I don't get killed. By my boss. (laughs) And he's like. How much money will you give me? All right. And so he does. But then she changes his little. um, Scanner thing in his arm. Mm -hmm. So whenever he has to pay for something. It's like thank you Jacques McCown. For your patronage. And so everyone is like. What did that say your name was? And so now he's being chased. By all of these other pilots. That he's worked with. And Mm -hmm. they love. And now they think that he's this bastard. That has stolen all of their stories. And it's just like. Oh this is so stressful. And meanwhile he has to pretend to be this dude. Lest this big. Like. Just asshole of a person. Will have him killed. By some. Oh crazy mobster and it's just like this is very stressful like oh my god like it's <laughs> it, the 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 sarcasm is fantastic that's awesome like you have to go into it knowing like this is super satire like don't take anything that that mm-hmm. is said as true like because there is some kind of ishly problematic things said but it's kind of like When a comedian jokes about problematic things, like, is it okay? Is it not? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know, but just go into it knowing that it is satire. And so there are going to be some jokes that not everybody likes. Mm. I'll leave it at that. But I thought it was really funny. Um, It stressed me out. (laughs) Um, Like, but it's, it's really, really funny and weird um, you kind of want to root for your guy even though he's not a good guy like you want to root for mm. him um and it's really short it's like mm-hmm. 300 pages oh, so nice. um it was gr- like i i enjoyed it um i kind of want to read his uh his other books i know one he has mm-hmm. another book called jam and it's just a a, a flesh eating raspberry jam has okay. taken over the planet okay yeah, so, you know, normal, normal yeah, stuff. normal stuff. Yeah. Um, cool, cool. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was just totally intrigued by, um, by his name. And I remembered that he had this book. And when we said, uh, when we said Aliens, I was like, oh, I can finally read this. <laughs> <laughs> and it was That's just amazing. as wonderfully weird as I wanted it to be. Awesome.
0: I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to chat about some books that I have already talked about, but I just wanted to remind people about. Uh, the first one is the I Am Number Four series. It's actually called the Lorian Legacies series. And I loved the series. Loved it so much. And it is by Pittacus Lore, which I'm pretty sure is a pen name. <laughs> That's beside the point. I don't know. Pittacus is kind of a
1: a flowery name like i i imagine someone in the 1800s in great britain with that name yeah i can see that like i feel like he is uh, in want of a wife <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome
0: only if he has a great fortune would he be in want of a um, wife
1: a man with the name pitticus definitely <laughs> has a great fortune that's amazing you're welcome Anyway, the
0: story is about the Lorians have been chased away from their home planet by the Mogadorians, and they only got nine children off the planet, and there is a special spell put on them that they have to be killed in order for the Mogadorians to be able to take over the planet that they originally wanted to take over. The main character of the first book is number four. So I am number four. And what? So, yeah. That is shocking. Shocking. So we follow him in the first book and then the next book it picks up with a different number. Um, but it's really good. It's about them kind of, they have to kind of come into their powers and bands together to defeat the Moogs so they can go back to Lorien and like have their planet back. Mm-hmm. But they're hiding on Earth currently until all of them come into their powers. It's really good. I enjoyed it. And then also, a newer one is Aurora Rising. That's by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. That one sounds so so good. It was so good. And Aurora Burning just came out, and I cannot wait to get my hands on it. I actually am surprised I have waited this far. Well,
1: and I remember you saying that it kind of just ended, and you were, like, dying to know. But I don't know if Aurora Burning is the end. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. I think there I mean, might be at yeah. least one more. I could I can see that.
0: But I got into this one without knowing it was going to be a series. <laughs> so that's one reason I was upset about it. But in it, we follow Aurora, who left Earth in a, a spacecraft that was going to be colonizing a new planet. And something went awry. And she actually wakes up, like, centuries later. Mm. And she's rescued... By the captain of this cadet fleet. And he was out doing missions. Or like simulation kind of a bit. Before his graduation. And he comes across her spacecraft. So he rescues her. Well that causes him to miss the picking of squads at the graduation ceremony. So he gets stuck with the worst squad. So it's about them and then Aurora figuring out. You know what happened to her family? What hap- What what went wrong that caused her to, you know, miss, and be stuck in time and cryo freeze for so long? What caused her to eventually wake up? You know when everyone else did not. And it's about the the squad coming together as a group and kind of helping her figure out this journey.
1: Yeah, that one sounds so cool. Yeah, it's really really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely will be reading it as soon as the series is completed.
0: (laughs) Yes, I would not get into it before. (laughs) Because then you'll be waiting like me.
1: Yeah. Sadly um, waiting. I hate hate the waiting. The
0: problems of a book nerd.
1: Okay, I've got just a couple more to mention. One is called Armada. And this is by Ernest Cline. Yeah. Ready Player One's author. I completely forgot that he had done another book. I bought it when it first came out years ago, like seven or eight years ago, maybe. Um, So it's been a long time. Never read it. (laughs) Um, That's kind of our our life. I know. It's terrible how many books I've owned for years and have not even opened. But uh, So I don't know a whole lot about this, but it does follow Zach Lightman. He is a big gamer. Like he loves everything about it. Um, it's kind of he's got this persona online. People know who he is. Well, one day he's in school, looks out the window, and he sees a flying saucer, but not just like your normal flying saucer. It is the exact alien ship that is in his favorite game, oh. and come and somehow all of the world's gamers are going to have to band together oh, and that's fight fun. off. And I was like, well, that sounds like so much fun. And I'm beginning to think this is just going to be a theme for his books or just mm-hmm. gamers, yeah. um, which is awesome because I loved Ready Player One so much. So this is one, I just started it, haven't finished it, have no idea what's going to happen, but I'm very excited to see where right. it goes. It just, I I think the premise sounds really, really cool. Yeah. Another one that I have mentioned probably way too many times, but just really briefly, Lunar Chronicles by Marissa Meyer. Yes. Um, Love this series. It starts with Cinder. It's um, some of your favorite fairy tales, but in space. And sometimes they're a cyborg. Uh, Sometimes they're in love with the big bad wolf. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes they live on their own in a space shuttle that stays out there and you just kind of handle the cyber command of a galaxy. So it's just it's so cool. They sound so weird and so awesome and I know I
0: once some described it as, you know, cinder a Cinderella with a cyborg and someone was like I was like no, no, you have to you have to right. get in there. It's really good.
1: Yeah, like it sounds so odd um but it it at least for me when something sounds super weird sometimes i'm like let's just see how this goes yeah because there's no way that can work mm-hmm. out but it does yeah it's and it's so good awesome i love this series i desperately wish that it could be made into a tv series i think oh, yeah. it would be, that would be really amazing good.
0: i think it would um, be a good time for it as well
1: yeah like i would i would love it um and then another one i will mention Stephanie Meyer wrote the host after she wrote all of her twilight books, even though she's apparently still writing them. I don't know, but she wrote the host and this was completely different. This was an alien race comes in and it, an alien would actually inhabit your body. Uh And so it follows an alien that inhabits someone's body And it kind of follows her as she kind of deals with seeing humanity and how these humans are fighting so hard to keep control and Mm -hmm. they just want to live their lives. And she kind of gets to see how humans are and, oh, maybe we shouldn't be doing this.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's like, well, what do you, because if I can't inhabit this body, I die but the person whose body this is is fighting me and it's it was just a really cool concept yeah and I really enjoyed it now granted this came out God like 12, 13 years ago so it's been a it's been a long time since I've read it mm-hmm. but it's I really enjoyed it back then. Cool. It's just, It was just a really cool concept. It was probably one of the first alien books I ever read. Oh, nice. Um, so it was, I just, I remember really, really loving it. And I thought, I don't get a lot of op- um, opportunities to say that I like a Stephanie Meyer book, so I <laughs> might as well do it. Um, so yeah, The Host was one that I thoroughly enjoyed. There was one other book that I wanted to mention, and now I can't remember also Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy yes I I haven't I read it read I own that. it but I haven't read any of them I have so apparently it's several books in mm-hmm. one giant book I've yeah. only read the first one it's a bit uh, like um, the um, yeah Chronicles of Narnia yeah, yeah that I have I have yeah. all of the books that were separate in one big volume yeah that's what I have too but yeah I've only read the first one I need to get back into it because I, I loved the humor that was in mm-hmm. that. Uh, but yeah, yay for aliens in yay space! Yay for aliens! Very yeah, exciting. Y'all, please let me know if there are books about aliens or about space that you guys really love. I would love something that was kind of like Firefly. I know that they've done graphic novels that continue mm-hmm. Firefly. I just I can't I can't do graphic novels mm-hmm. I have tried and it's just not <laughs> much my thing. to your husband's chagrin I know he's he's tried and I'm like no how about you read a book for <laughs> every graphic novel I can read and we'll talk then um <laughs> but uh yeah I would love to read something that's kind of similar to Firefly because mm-hmm. it's phenomenal um so if you have any- floral bonnet if y'all have any recommendations, let me know because I would love to read them all.
0: Yeah, definitely send us your recommendations for sure. Yes. Okay. We, so we- do have some bad news for you guys,
1: though. <laughs> we are taking just a brief hiatus, and it is my fault. I will take that. <laughs> um, I am going out of town for a little bit, so we will be taking the rest of July off mm-hmm. just to forewarn you guys Yeah, we're just um, taking
0: a summer holiday to kind of regroup and yeah this going out of town and so we just thought it would be a good time to take a little break
1: yeah wow. but we'll be back with lots of new books because i am planning on taking so many books with me
0: on my trip <laughs> um we will return with your regularly scheduled programming in august
1: yes we will be back promise promise and we will miss you guys We will try our best to stay active on Instagram while we're gone so Mm -hmm. we can at least keep in touch with everyone there. Yes,
0: for sure. And we will miss you. And then we will have lots of things to talk about when we come back. So
1: many, so many things to talk about. I am already prepping what I'm planning on bringing. And I will go on Instagram and I will talk through like kind of what (laughs) I'm thinking, what I want to bring. I've got to whittle it down because I used you can't to bring, take one whole suitcase of just books. I uh, um I used to bring literally like ten to twelve books with me on vacation because if you well, go to the beach you just sit there and read. I um, went to
0: my parents for the weekend, and I was there Thursday night through today, and I took three books.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, you know. I, like I get it, and so. I'll I'll have to kind of whittle things down a bit and I'll let y'all know what I bring and what <laughs> I'm what I'm really yeah, wanting to read. So yeah. So, oh, and we will I will be also back plan in August. On, I also plan on rereading Harry Potter with Chris. We're oh. gonna listen to audiobooks on the way down. That'll so I'm be very fun.
0: excited. Yes. And they're still on um, the audio I think is still available through Kindle Unlimited as well.
1: Oh, nice. I didn't know if the audio was. I knew the mm. book, the first book was, but I didn't know about the audio. I think. I'm not certain, but I think. Well, if you're wrong, I will be mad at you.
0: That's okay. I'll get over it.
1: All right. well guys, have a wonderful rest of July. Yes. We will make you. Stay
0: safe. Make good
1: choices. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's our new tagline.
0: Yes. (laughs) I say that to the dogs every time I let them outside because when I used to go out on dates before I would leave the house, my dad would tell me that.
1: Make good choices. I tell my brother that whenever I'm, I, like, telling him bye, I'm like, all right, bye, I love you, making choices. <laughs> he's, like, 20, how old am I? He's 25. You're but old. But, like, you're old. <laughs> uh, he's, like, 25, but I still have to tell him that. Yes. All right, guys, have a wonderful, wonderful summer. Bye. Bye.